This is the Sanctuary LA podcast. We are a real church for real people in the heart of downtown Los Angeles. Um, but if you want to turn your Bibles here, we're going to jump right into the Word here. Jump right into the Bible. Um, we're in the middle of our series, uh, Multiply, uh, What to Do with What God Gives You. And so if you want to turn into your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 4, the scriptures will be on the screen. I'm going to share just a few things with you this morning, and then we're going to, we're going to get on out of here because we're breaking a seven-day fast, and I'm excited. I mean... I'm thankful all that God did, but I'm excited to get myself a nice plate of food after service. Woke up this morning, my wife had an amazing smile on her face, and it was a genuine smile. And I said, baby, what's, what's going on? She's like, we get to eat meat after service. <laughs> so um, can somebody say amen? amen? And so, no, we're excited about the fast, and God's just been doing some stuff with all that. And so here we go, multiply, okay? Multiply. God has called you to multiply. In one way or another, that's just how God operates. All throughout Scripture, there's so many examples about fruit. There's about increase, and I'll multiply you. Two times in the Bible, God mentions multiply. Two types of ways was when he spoke to the children of Israel, he talked about them multiplying, actually having babies and multiply. You get in the land, I'm going to multiply you. And other times, our resources, you can multiply. Uh, and even on a spiritual level, that God is in the business of increase and multiplication. Somebody say amen. amen. Let me say it this way. God's in the business of health, and anything healthy will grow. Amen. amen. Healthy marriage. It grows. You start to bless others outside your home. Amen. So God is in the business of healthy, and everything healthy will multiply. Okay? And so here we go. I'm going to pray. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1. Father, we thank you for your word. We pray for revelation. We pray, God, that you speak to people. I pray that everybody in here just doesn't get a glass of milk or some bread. I pray that, Lord, you grace me to deliver meat. Father, something that will develop them, that will empower them, that will sustain them by your grace in your word today, Father. Speak to us and make us more like Jesus today, God. In Jesus' name, everybody said. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 4 verse 1 says this, let a man so consider us as servants of Christ and stewards. Everybody say steward. I'm going to have you participate this morning. Uh, say this with me. Say, I am a steward. Look at the person next to you. Say, you are a steward. Okay, so, so let a man, let, let a man, so consider us as servants of Christ and stewards. This is who we are in the kingdom as Christians, uh, walking out through life with God. Bottom line, you're a servant of Christ and you're a steward, meaning everything you got doesn't even belong to you. God's just allowing you to manage it. I got one amen from Pastor Nick in the back. He didn't even say amen. He said, yeah. So <laughs> thank you for participating, man of God. Let a man so consider us the servants of Christ. We are stewards of the mysteries of God. I have, you got mysteries inside of you you're responsible for. Somebody say amen. There's, we are stewards of the mysteries of God. My goodness, this isn't just some get, make life better program. You got mysteries inside of you. 
mysteries inside of you. I know you're thinking about people you know. Yeah, they're a mystery, all right. No, you have mysteries. The mysteries of the gospel are inside of us. My goodness, it's amazing. Mysteries, mysteries, things that can't just be figured out uh, with your mental capacity. You are stewarding things that are mysterious, that unravel over time, and God reveals things to us. Verse 2, moreover, here it is. This is what we're talking about today. It is required. Look at your neighbor and say, it's required. It's re- this is required to be a steward. This is, flat, this is flat out, this is required, okay? This is required. Moreover, it is required in stewards that one be found faithful. Somebody say faithful. 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 Somebody say faithful. faithful. Say it again. Faithful. Say it again. Faithful. Say it like you mean it. Faithful. Faithful, required, number one, faithful, not talented, not smart, not educated, not super spiritual, faithful, faithful, faithful. You'd be surprised what faithfulness will do in your life, okay? Faithful, that's what it said, and that's what we're going to talk about today. And now I'm going to just give you a couple definitions here because I want to teach you something, but steward means a portion of the house, or looking after another's affairs. Joseph was a steward in Pharaoh's house, Potiphar's house. He was a steward over somebody else's good, over somebody else's goods. We are stewarding what belongs to God. We talked about this the first weekend that we were sharing this series that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And so if we're here in the earth as his stewards, we're just managing what rightfully already belongs to God. And we, God wants us faithful. Faithful means uh, it's reliable. This is what faithful means. Trustworthy or sure. Reliable. Anybody got any reliable friends? Wow, just a couple, huh? You're like, yeah, I, I mean, I love them. And they, they got great hearts. <laughs> they got amazing hearts. I just love, but they're not reliable. Anybody know any, un- don't look around the room. <laughs> but anybody know any unreliable people? Anybody ever been unreliable a time or two yourself? Yeah, somebody's excited in the back. Woo! Yes, me. Yeah, keep it real. We're a real church for real people. Somebody say amen. amen. And so faithful, uh, faithful, reliable, trustworthy. God's saying, look, everything I give you, the number one requirement, that God's top three, I'm here to tell you, number one is faithful. We need faithful husbands, faithful wives. All right, you might not be married to a Hollywood woman of God, but be faithful to whoever that man is. Somebody say amen. (laughs) Hollywood. (laughs) Faithful. It's an inside joke here on our team here. Somebody on our team, we call them Hollywood. We're not going to say who that is. Faithful is the foundation of a fruitful life. Faithful. We have a, a newlywed couple in the building somewhere in here. Maybe one of them serving right now faithful. They're celebrating. I text Kenny this week. I said, how's married life, man of God? He says, it feels great. I'm like, brother, you need to keep saying that for the next, till you go be with Jesus. Somebody say, faithful. Faithful. Honeymoon's great. Anybody enjoy the honeymoon? You walk with Jesus, maybe you had somewhat of a honeymoon experience. Right? And then things don't always, things aren't always easy down the road, but faithful, reliable, trustworthy, trustworthy, sure. Faithfulness is the foundation of a life that will multiply. You can't multiply without faithfulness. 
You can't bear fruit without faithfulness. You, it's required first of a steward to be found faithful. Amen? Faithful. Here it is. Proverbs chapter 28 verse 20. Proverbs chapter 28 verse 20. It'll be on the screens. A faithful man. Somebody say faithful. A faithful man will abound with blessings. But he who hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. So here it is. Here's my first point. Faithfulness brings increase. Every time. If you are faithful in an area, I guarantee you it's going to produce fruit. According to the word of God. There is something about faithfulness. You could be super talented and unfaithful and nothing. You'll be spinning your wheels all, your whole life. Faithfulness is an attribute of, of, of the Holy Spirit, of Christ in us, that enables us to get traction in our life. To move forward. To multiply. A faithful man will abound with blessings. Faithfulness brings increase. We're talking about multiply. What to do with what God gives you. But you will not have a blessed marriage if you aren't faithful to one another. And I don't just mean in the, with respect to adultery. I do mean that. But I just mean faithful to love. And faithful to care for. And faithful to communicate. I said faithful to communicate. I said faithful to communicate. I said faithful to communicate. Yeah, Jesus. Faithful. I'm preaching to myself. Faithful to communicate. <laughs> and, listen. and listen. Yes. Faithful to listen. Amen. <laughs> All right. Oh, I got amen. All women are saying amen to that one. <laughs> All right. Hallelujah. Faithfulness brings increase. All right. Look, let's go to first. Chronicles chapter 4. I'm just jumping around with some scriptures here, but I really want to take this home. I'm telling you right now, I believe faithfulness, it's a lost art in this world. Because people aren't, people just because they don't feel good, they stop being faithful. Since when does feeling good qualify me for the reason to be faithful to somebody? Or faithful to something? Come on, somebody. Faithfulness doesn't always feel good. But here, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 9. Faithfulness brings increase. Look at This is the prayer of Jabez. Remember that book that came out? It was super popular back in the day. Uh, somebody wrote a book about this, this couple of scriptures. Now, Jabez was more honorable. Somebody say faithful. So they're talking about character here. Talking about character. This man was faithful. In this portion of scripture, it's just given who was born from who, who begot who, who begot who. And then all of a sudden, the middle of all that, God just put this dude up in the middle of it. And then it went on to just kind of tell who was begot who, who, who was born from who. So this portion of scripture is not like read a lot, but it's right in the middle of describing a lineage. And God's like, man, I need to put this guy up in the word because look at this principle. Now, Jabez was more honorable. Somebody say honorable. This man was faithful. Then his brothers and his mother called his name Jabez, saying, because I bore him in pain. All the mothers that have birth children say amen. amen. <laughs> and Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, here we go. He was honorable, faithful. He had character. He's a man of God. Had, didn't say he was talented necessarily. Didn't say that he had it going on. Didn't say that he was Mr. Smooth, whatever. Says he was honorable more than all his brothers. And he prayed, oh, that you would bless me indeed. Somebody say, Lord, bless me. Lord, Said, enlarge my territory. Somebody say, enlarge my territory. Okay, enlarge my territory. That your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil. That I may not cause pain. 
that you would keep me from evil that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. Right there. It said honor, faithfulness brings increase. God gave him his prayer request. He said, God, uh, you know, bless me, enlarge my territory, and, and let your hand be upon me that I may not cause pain. And God gave him what he wanted. God enlarged the man's territory because he was honorable. And I just want to just say this, as, as we're, where we are right now as a church, we are here in this moment, in this place, doing what God's called us to do right now, because from the jump, there were people that were faithful. We, we, we've, we've been able to be in this facility and do what we're called to do as a church because people were faithful. And so I just want to uh, just honor some people in here that have just been around for a minute. Um, and, and Jennifer, if you don't mind standing up. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, uh, Crystal Gov, if you don't mind standing up. Crystal Gov, these are people from, like, obviously from the, uh, yeah. Yeah, oh my God. And actually, if we get up, you, some, you, none of you in here really know who this gentleman is, but Gabe, could you stand up, please? Gabe, stand up. Is there anybody else? Is there anybody else uh, that I see here from the, alley? oh, Grace, Grace, Grace in the back? Stand up, yeah. Who else? Anybody else from the Alexandria Hotel? Yes, 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 stand up. Some OC people. Yeah. And I know people have come on, people have uh, been a part of this community uh, all throughout different seasons, but I want to say here right now, I know Nathaniel's somewhere around here shooting. Oh yeah, John and Pessy, stand up, guys. I know. I was trying, okay. Yeah, actually, John was a security guard in the Alexandria Hotel. And on his shift with his outfit on, he'd come into our services and just worship God. And so now he's a deacon. And it, he's a deacon. And so this is the thing. And I don't want to embarrass y'all too much. I know Nathaniel, and I know there's others that have come and been a part of us through the different phases. But I'm here to tell you right now, we are here doing what God's called us to do because of these people that were faithful. And some of you don't know, like Gabe in the back here, he was in the OC campus, he would jump in the van. He literally became like, he was like our music director, sound technician, first in, last out, like up in the van. We'd have two services in OC, he would jump in the van, he would drive the van and all that. And so this is his first time here at this location, but give it up for, for Gabe. All right, you guys can sit down. But I just want to say that right now, that because faithfulness that people have laid down their life and sacrifice, it, it produced increase in us as a community. That we are not built on the talent of a few, we're built on the sacrifice and faithfulness of many. And other people were a part of our community um, as we kind of went through these different phases and things. And, um, and, and like uh, Chris and Venetia and Diego and Sauri, they were part of our community once. We were at, the, at 440 Seton. Um, they, yeah, 440 Seton. And, you know, there were some interesting days we've walked through. And it's kind of interesting now for some of us. But... But, you know, and a lot, a lot of folks came on board. We're in the gym. I mean, you know, and so just faithful faithful. We're here. There's people that have labored and, and, and all that and been faithful and we're reaping the benefits of somebody else that was faithful. 
This is never standing upon somebody's talent. Talent is part of the kingdom. It's part of your life. But I'm telling you right now that increase and multiplication only comes from a foundation of faithfulness. And here's my second point. Faithfulness ain't always easy. Mm -hmm. Somebody say amen. I know the grammar's bad, but it just felt better saying ain't. Look at, say, say, look at your neighbor, say ain't. Okay, this isn't English. This isn't grammar. Okay, so I can get away with it. All you teachers out there are cringing on the inside. It's okay. You'll be just fine. Somebody say this with me. Say faithfulness ain't always easy. All right, faithfulness ain't always easy. Genesis chapter 41 verse 52. Genesis chapter 41. This is talking about Joseph. Genesis chapter 41 verse 52. We're almost um, done here. It says, and, the, and, the, and this is when he, he, he I mean, he was sold, in, he was dropped into a pit, sold into slavery, sold into Egypt, went to prison, accused of a crime he didn't commit, and he still was faithful. And his faithfulness put him at second in command to the world power of the day. Faithfulness. Faithful to God. Faithful to do what's right. There's a prayer I pray over my kids every night. I say, Lord, give them the strength to do what's right when it's hard to do it. That's my prayer. Lord, give Nico the strength to do what's right when it's hard. Because right isn't always easy. it's, 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 It's not always hard, but it ain't always easy. Somebody say amen. And I think in the, in even the Christian world, we kind of equate our walk with God as, as something a little too cute than it really is. What, walking with God ain't always cute. And, and doing what's right ain't always cute. It don't always feel right, but I'm telling you what, it's worth it. Doing it the right way is worth it. Doing it God's way is worth it. Loving people when they're, when they're acting nasty is worth it. Forgiving people when they're nasty is worth it. <laughs> Come on now. And then this is the son. So he, saw, he had a couple kids. He had Manasseh and he had Ephraim. This is what he called Ephraim. And the name of the second he called Ephraim. For God has caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. Somebody say faithfulness. He called this boy Ephraim because he went through a lot. Joseph went through a lot. The brother went through a lot, but he held it down. He did what was right. Potiphar's wife was like, he tried to get at me. Because he ran and he, she ripped a piece, of, a piece of his cloth off. He was running from sin. And she was like, mm-hmm. Look what he did. Went to prison. Faithful. That faithfulness isn't always easy. Here we go. God is good. That's not what I was going to say, but thank you. No. <laughs> Let's try that again. God is good? All the time. All the time? Let's do it again. God is good? All the time. All the time. But here we go. This is what's in my notes. I just wanted you to get that out. God is good? You know, I like the participation. I do. I, I, doesn't bother me one bit. But just let me finish my sentence this time. Rowdy people over here. Over here. East L.A. folks getting rowdy over here. (laughs) God is good, but 
the path, his path is, doesn't always feel good. God is good, but obedience don't always feel good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at somebody say, mm-hmm. God is good, but the journey, your journey with, with God will not always feel good. And that, this is what faithfulness is all about. Faithfulness is demonstrated when we have the capacity to bear fruit when we're going through a tough time. That is faithfulness. Faithfulness isn't when it's easy. Faithfulness isn't married seven days. Somebody say amen. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess it is. Seven days faithful. They've been faithful, people. They've been faithful for seven days. Give it up for Kenny and Mary, people. <laughs> She's over there just laughing, smiling. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, I love Mary. Right? Here we go. Luke chapter 16, verse 10. I'll read this quickly here. Are you guys getting something out of this? Faithfulness. Once again, God is good, but his path isn't always easy. God is good, but it doesn't always feel good. And you got to, in the moments of it not feeling good, you got to evaluate and say, you know what? But this is God, and I'm going to go through it. I'll be honest with you here. Fasting this week, I don't know what it is. But maybe I do. But anybody ever fast and it just doesn't feel good? Yeah. You're like, you're like I, don't, I don't feel angels. I, don't, I ain't hearing the word of the Lord. I'm like seeing all my stuff. And then even in my body, I don't know what it is. I had my wife Google it last night. She was laughing at me. But I, get, I don't know what it is. But like in my muscles, my joints, I get these pains. So I don't know if it's, I don't know what it is. But I was thinking, man, I'm about to preach a message. Be faithful when it's painful. <laughs> For real, like before service, I was like, good God, Jesus, help me. Like, I don't know what, I don't know if I'm lacking some nutrients or what. <laughs> Pray for me. I don't know if I'm just being, maybe I'm just being a baby. Maybe I'm just being, but man, I don't know what it is. Some of y'all looking at me like, don't look at me like you fast and you just act like Jesus the whole time. <laughs> Uh, come on now. Don't act like you didn't cheat. Come on, somebody. You said you were going to fast coffee, but you know you're drinking tea with caffeine in it. You're on a Daniel fast. You know you sprinkled some sugar up in that oatmeal. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know? Put a little brown sugar. You're like, it's, it's raw sugar. It's, it, it's raw sugar. It's raw, it's raw sugar. <laughs> It's organic. Uh, yeah, organic fast. Okay. Okay. Fasting, yeah. Eating pizza. That ain't a fast. Come on, somebody. Veggie pizza. That ain't a fast. Vegan, Vegan pizza, yeah. Oh, maybe that would work, huh? Vegan, yeah. All right. Where was I? Okay. Luke chapter 16, verse 10. Uh, he who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. Isn't that true? He who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. And he who is unjust in what is least is unjust also in much. Here, I'm going to give you two quotes here. Faithfulness is an indicator of capacity. 
that God, here it is, I'll say, I'll say it another way. Faithfulness is God's measuring rod for promotion. That's what God uses. When God measures promotion, the metric he uses is faithfulness. When God measures promotion, increase, multiplication, next level, open door. Before you step through that door, you got to go through the faithfulness meter. He who is faithful in what is least is faithful also much. God's saying right here, and he was unjust, that, that, that promote, that your next place, the much, the more, is going to be as a result of faithfulness right now. Amen? Faithfulness. Here we go. Faithfulness ain't always easy. And check it out. It's not supposed to be. It will never be always easy. That's why it's called reliability and faithfulness. Amen? And I got some friends in my life, and, and we're going to turn to the last scripture here, and, and the last point, and we'll, we'll close out of here, here in a moment. But Matthew chapter 25, verse 21. I have Matthew chapter 25, verse 21. I'm going to read this, and I'll share the last point. Almost done. But I have some friends in my life, man, that are just faithful. I mean, they're like, you got any friends, maybe in the crew you came up in, or your friends, they're like the glue. I mean, they can just be counted on. I have friends like that growing up my whole life. Uh, one of my, my, literally my best friend, Kwok, he, I mean, our whole crew, I mean, he's still super close to everybody we grew up with. He's always there. He was the guy that had the car, and like, he would always drive people. I'm like, man, I'm tired, but he'd be like, oh, so-and-so needs a ride. He'd just go and give him a ride, like, just faithful, man. This brother is so faithful in his relationships, you know, and, and as a result of that, he just has a wealth of friendships, but it's because he's faithful. I, I believe that people are attracted to faithfulness, that there's something about being faithful that people can lean on, you know? For instance, we celebrated my wife here leading the women's ministry in our OC campus for years, ever since she literally came here. Um, uh, we, when we first came, Greg DeVries prophesied over her. The next day, Pastor Jay's like, hey, can we have lunch with your wife? <laughs> I was like, sure, right? It was literally the next day. She was here with a couple of weeks, and he asked, hey, would you, would you mind leading the women's ministry? And so did that up until not too long ago just to be a part, but faithful. All those women up here being like, man, thank you. Faithfulness, honor, honor, honorable, honorable, Amen. Here we go. Matthew chapter 25, verse 21. This is my last verse, and then we'll dismiss here. His Lord said to, said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. And this is my last point, is faithfulness produces opportunity. Faithfulness produces opportunity. And so at the end, at the end of this whole thing called life, when we go to be with Jesus, 
There's only one thing I want to hear, and there's only one of two things we all will hear. And one of them is, well done, good, and faithful. Faithful. We're here as a church because of people's faithfulness. I guarantee you, everyone sitting in this, in this sanctuary this morning, you're here because of somebody's faithfulness. Somebody was faithful when it was painful, and you're reaping the benefits of it. And I'm here to tell you right now that there are people in your world. I want my kids, my goodness, to grow up and be, and just in the, their, the core of their being is dad was always there. I might not do everything right all the time, but I'm going to be there in the morning. I'm going to be there before they go to bed. I'm going to be there when it's rough. I'm here. To, I'm, I'm going to encourage the men of God in here that your family, your wife, your kids, your friends, men of God, the one thing we need as men of God is to be a disciple of faithfulness. Because I, I, I might not pass the talent test. I might not pass the smart test. I might not pass the grammar test. Somebody say amen. <laughs> but I want to pass the faithfulness test. I ain't going nowhere. Or Deacon John will put me in a headlock. And I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> He's like, I just might. I just might. But faithfulness, amen? And say this with me. Say, I choose faithfulness. Thank you for listening to the Sanctuary LA podcast. Tune in again next week and stay awesome and be blessed.